All right. What's up, Dan? What's up, Lennon? How are you doing? I'm chilling. How are you? I've been doing all right. Just fucking been pretty busy lately. Been watching a lot of movies, actually. What are you, uh, what are you been watching? All right. So, saw John Wick 4. I know you haven't seen it yet, but... I know. It's fucked up. I'm going to go this weekend, like, no matter what. Listen, I, I straight up think it's one of the best action movies ever made. A word. Yeah, I'm going to go see it. So I got to watch that. Uh, watch Big Lebowski again. God dear. Classical flick. Watch Chung King Express. Really fucking good. It's on HBO Max for anyone that wants to watch. Uh, kind of a... Hold on, wait. Dan, your your mic is doing some crazy sound right now. Oh, no. Is it still fucked up? It sounds, cri- it sounds mad crispy. In a good way or a bad way? No, it's do. It sounds like something scratching on it whenever you talk. Oh shit! Hold on. Sounds like you. Sounds like you're opening a bag of chips. No, that's good. Okay, so I watch Chunking Express. <laughs> or let's leave that in. Are we leaving that in? Yeah, leave it in. All right. Okay. Uh, pretty good Hong Kong movie from the the '90s. It'll make you feel fucked up and sad. Uh, watched Pitch Black for what we were supposed to do this week, but fucking Kyle Nyland was supposed to be on this week's episode and he decided to bail because he had to go do a raid in World of Warcraft for fucking Miss of Pandaria or whatever the fuck. But yeah, let's let's preface this. This So th- today's our mailbag episode. Um, We got a bunch of cool submissions and I'm actually really excited to do this episode. Um, We were originally supposed to have this be the 10th episode, but and the ninth episode was supposed to be Pitch Black um, with Kyle Nyland as a guest, but he wasn't able to, so we just flip-flopped him around. But uh, next will be Pitch Black with Kyle Nyland. So we're, uh, we actually also discussed, me and Dan, making a point of not doing the stupid-ass uh, like hints at what movies we're going to watch anymore. Just in case, you know, for whatever reason, anyone is psychotic enough to, like, you know, treat this, like, book club style and want to watch the movies before the episode comes out. So we'll be a little bit more forthcoming and, and at least one episode ahead, say what movies we're doing next so that people can watch if they want to watch and then listen in on the discussion. Yeah, I think that gives people time, about a week to watch whatever movie it is and figure out if they want to watch it or if they've seen it, whatever, just to kind of like build hype, I guess. Yeah, just so that they can, you know, be part it can be a little bit more participatory of anything um but anyway so you watched pitch black what else besides pitch black anything else one missed call which is a a jap it's originally a japanese horror movie but i watched the shitty american remake i saw it in like when i was in high school or middle school or whenever and uh sucked ass then even worse now watched elevator which is it's literally the same movie as M-, M. Night Shyamalan's Devil, somehow. But it came out, like, a year later, and it's the same exact plot. It fucking sucked ass. Uh, and I watched This Is The End, and I haven't seen it since it came out. It's been I pretty saw, funny. I saw This Is The End on um, on a tour when we we were, like, two weeks into a tour that was over a month long. Actually, we're like probably like closer through. We're like exactly halfway into the tour, and our van like broke down and collapsed. 
and we didn't think that the van our van our van had been breaking down like every other day for like the entire tour and we had just kind of accepted defeat our van was like at the uh at the mechanics and we were like well this is finally it like this is finally going to be the one where they're like this is irreparable and we all just fucking you know we all just fucking go just finish we cancel the rest of the tour and just take a bus home or something and we were all just like at that point we were like ready to we were like so over having our van like literal ptsd from our fucking van breaking down every day and uh we were all so fucking depressed and it, it was in arizona or new mexico or somewhere in the southwest in the middle of fucking nowhere and we were staying at like a motel and there was a shitty ass movie theater like right nearby and uh we went and saw this is the end and i remember that was just like one of the most miserable movie going experiences ever because we were just so fucking dejected watching it <laughs> i couldn't even have fun yeah i've always felt like i should re-watch it and uh we were the only people in the theater and the people on the tour who weren't straight edge snuck beer into bought beer they were like fuck it we don't care we don't need any more money like we're going home we're not finishing the tour and then uh bought beer and snuck it into the theater and got drunk in the movies watching uh this is the end so was that so did the tour end there or did you guys keep going nope they were like oh we can actually fix it. And it was like just enough money to where we were like, ah, I guess we should just fork it out. But like the maximum amount of money that, you know, we were like willing to fork up to finish the tour. So it wasn't, it wasn't even like we got off cheap, but, uh, and at that point we were all pissed off. We were just like, God fucking damn it. Now we have to finish this stupid fucking curse. Work. But that's, that's neither here nor there. That is truly neither here nor there, but <laughs> yeah. Um, any you're so you watched a shitload of flicks between the last episode and now huh i also rewatched the host which is fucking great you probably know. like the host a lot i'm unfamiliar bro it's a korean like monster movie by <laughs> bong jong bong joon hoo the dude that did parasite snowpiercer murders of memory oh damn and it's like uh obviously like all those movies are like political commentaries and this one is more environmental uh it, i don't want to compare it to godzilla because like it, it's not the same thing but like it's like the failures of government and how toxic waste can lead to like all this fucked up shit happening and the movie's great it's really funny and sad and fucked up and dope at the same time I, I would recommend it. Yeah, it sounds like I'll check it out. Um I uh I was on tour for it was like a short tour, it was only like four days. So I didn't watch anything except we did go uh we had a couple hours to kill and we went and saw the Super Mario Bros. movie. It was fucking good, dude. It was so fucking awesome. I won't spoil too much in case we end up actually doing our fucking double header episode that we were talking about doing. I'm um, going, I think monday or tuesday next week finally dude i loved it i thought it was great but yeah so just one flick for me and then uh tonight i uh actually was we were supposed to be recording this later because i had something to do this evening but i uh locked myself out of my house and couldn't get in until it was too late and i missed the whole thing i was supposed to do so uh which sucks and i'm annoyed but after we're done recording i'll uh i'll go scroll through my letterboxed list and find something to watch and use my night to watch a movie. So I hope, uh, 
I hope you land on something good. I think you need a W. Yeah, I, I do. I need a dub. Um, anyways, should we uh should we jump into these uh these letters? Yeah, we got um a bunch well, of in- first of all, IG DMs. Oh, sorry. No, no, I just want to say epic shout out and thank you to anybody who cared enough to write us um to write us letters. There are definitely some in here that were uh that were like fake messages from my friends who probably felt bad because they thought nobody was going to fucking write in, which is cool. I respect it. Um, But a few people, real actual people did write in also. So pretty cool. And yeah, um, we actually got a good amount. And uh, I just want to say thank you to everyone. Even like all the, the joke ones, like the questions are, were pretty good. And uh, we sat down with them ahead of time and, I was able to think of some good answers for some of these. So th- thanks again. It's really cool. I tried not to think too hard about them. I went the opposite route of you. I like saw them and put them on my radar, but I tried not to like think too much. Cause I want to, you know, I wanted my answers to feel, to be organic. I didn't want to think too much about them and overthink things. But, uh, um, and side note, just cause we are doing this mailbag episode now, doesn't mean you shouldn't keep the emails and DMs coming because uh, we'll definitely maybe maybe we'll do another one in the future or or, you know, if we get a cool message, we'll uh, we've gotten we've gotten them periodically and we've been holding them back for this one. But now that we've done the episode, I feel like in the future we can, uh, you know, mention some uh, messages and shit that we get, you know. Yeah, I, I think uh, even down the line doing like another sort of mailbag episode or bringing up whatever emails or messages we get could be pretty cool throughout the episodes that you know come in the future so yeah for sure all right so this will be a good one i promise let's uh let's jump right into it um first one we'll go back and forth I, i can start um first one is uh from between the lines fanzine um is that josh that is josh pensacola hardcore legend shout out to josh he, uh, he plays in Statement of Pride, and um, he's the man. Uh, and he his letterbox is one of my favorite follows, too. I like his his reviews. They're usually funny, and he has pretty good opinions. Um, he did he did get pissed off at something that I rated. I forget. Oh, he got pissed off at me not rating Burn After Reading higher than I did, which is crazy. I gave it a good rating, but anyway. That might have been me. No, no, it was him. He was pissed off about it. I mean, you were probably pissed off about it, too. but uh all right so first message from between the lines fanzine says yo two questions about the edge of quarrel for the dudes one what's your favorite song on the soundtrack mine is at the end when the main character is leaving town and there's i remember music by ricky votolato playing but runner up to the runner up is the botch song during the rumble two if you were to make an edge of quarrel nowadays who would be your main character and in what hardcore scene would you have the movie take place you, you can answer first, Dan. For the soundtrack, I literally didn't remember a single song that played through it. And I was I was looking for like 15 minutes just to see if I could find what the soundtrack even fucking is online. And nothing. I Like there isn't even like a Discogs page for it. There's, there's nothing. There's no information out there about what the soundtrack to this fucking movie is. But I guess I'll say the trial song in the beginning because that just that whole scene is kind of cool. I I don't really know 
a lot of the music that was in the movie because a lot of it is like super specific to the PNW scene in the nineties and yeah. Outside of like undertow and botch and trial, I don't I don't know a lot of it. Um I would say mine is also the trial song in the beginning for, for the kids. Hard track. You know, Greg Bennick be juggling these days, but uh back then trial was awesome. I hope he brings it back. It's been trial too long. We're juggling. Juggling. Trial's old, man. We need more juggling in HC. Uh, I'm not going to agree with you on that, but that's fine. <laughs> All right. Part two to that question. If you were to make an edge coral nowadays, who would be your main character and what hardcore scene would you have the movie take place? So I would do uh, two main characters. It would be scheme records versus from within. And they'd just be battling over the Northeast. There would have to be some band that they both wanted to sign and they'd be quibbling back and forth over it that's that's honestly a pretty good <laughs> mine would mine would star sehas and it would just be a day in his life oh they're trying to sign a band that sehas is in yeah that's it that's the whole premise that's that's what i got <laughs> all right um so yeah thanks josh for that one in the email yeah thank you um Next one, uh, you can go ahead and read. It was an Instagram DM. Yeah, this is from at xgilbyscrawlx. Hi, brother. Been listening on the pod while working. Liked all the episodes. Love and support from the Philippines. You should do the Lighthouse movie. I would love to do the Lighthouse. Popcorn emoji. Popcorn emoji, sorry. Movie, no, yeah. That movie is fucking epic. Dude, uh, the Lighthouse So rocks. good. Would love First- to do that. Also, shout out to you for listening from the Philippines. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, thank you. That's really fucking sick. Um, The Lighthouse is definitely one that I would have liked to have done eventually, but I think we'll definitely bump it up pretty soon after getting a request for it. So, I'm real down. I, I haven't seen it since it was out in theaters, and I went with Pete. Fuck, maybe the weekend it came out, and... Uh, there's no one in the theaters. It it was just a fucking. It was a great time. I I really like the witch too, and the Northman. So, big Robert Eggers fan, and yeah. I'm excited for his Nosferatu movie. Uh, the Northman is my shit. The witch I never watched. It's like probably I never really had any interest in seeing it, but um, I love the lighthouse. I uh, my I have. Uh, some really insane actually i'll save it i'll save it for the the episode that we do on the lighthouse i have a funny uh view one of my viewing i've seen the lighthouse a handful of times one of my viewing experiences is uh one of the funniest and my most favorite ridiculous movie viewing experiences ever so i'll save that for for the pod though for when we do the episode on that it'll be that'll be i can't wait to rewatch that man that movie's so fucking good yeah it's awesome um all right. Uh, so next one is from Donnie. Um, yo, great episode as always. Sorry, I don't recall which episodes. Oh, actually, I can assume, given context, that this one is for the uh, was responding to the Educoral episode. But it says, "Yo, great episode as always. Would love if y'all checked out and discussed this horrendous piece of doo on the pod one day." Uh, link to Straight Edge Kegger on Letterboxd. Um. Mailbag question, what are some of the most egregious incidents of annoying theater etiquette that y'all have ever experienced? 
that seriously impaired or ruined a movie for you? Uh, first of all, Don, Donnie, I'm almost positive. If I'm thinking of someone else, I'm so sorry. But uh, Donnie, I'm pretty sure, is uh, a dude from Alabama who has ordered a shitload of, like, plead your case stuff in the past and stuff. Um, Like, always supports and orders stuff. So, shout out to Donnie if if that's not you. I mean, shout out to you anyways. But, uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, I've never seen Straight Edge Kegger. I've... I've like kind of it's always like kind of been something I've been aware of, but it just looks so stupid and I've heard it's so atrocious that I sort of just um try to pretend it doesn't exist, you know? I remember when it was coming out in 2019, I was trying to find it in theaters and it wasn't playing like anywhere. Even though I'm pretty sure it did get like a limited theatrical release. I couldn't find it in theaters and then I just kind of like forgot about it just because it's like a fucking stupid ass movie. Uh, I do really want to cover that for the, the pod since we did Edge of Quarrel. Might as well continue it. Yeah. <laughs> just keep that going. Yeah. Um, You want to go first with your bad theater experience? I got I got a good one. Yeah, I mean, I talked about it on the pod recently, but when like I went to go see Creed three, honestly, maybe this is just uh, this is just recency bias, but the kid just running amok, and then also um, the dude who's sitting next to me watching the fucking soccer on his phone, that he pulled out his phone to watch soccer, like literally right, he stared, he watched the previews intently, and then the, like the lights dimmed, like for real, and the movie started, and man just immediately took out his phone and started watching soccer. Um, there's gotta be some other ones, but those are, those are, uh, those are up there. Have I told the story on here about when me and Sven went and saw Avengers and I, and I brought Gardine fish into the theater and the guy flipped out. I think we were talking about it. Like one of the last times we hung out, but I don't think you brought it up on the pod. I mean, I, I might have, so I'm sorry if I brought it up once already, but yeah, me and Sven went to go see Avengers in theaters. It was either Endgame or infinity war i don't remember and we snuck in uh we made guardian fish and rice at home and we opened up cracked open the container and like the theater was like shoulder to shoulder packed and uh the second that i opened the thing it smelled so crazy and some dude like stood up and was like yo who the fuck is eating fish in here it smells like shit like was like (laughs) that was me and sven being the perpetrators of the egregious egregious incidents of uh theater etiquette I feel like I, <laughs> I've i gone hand in hand with being punished and being the punisher in theaters. Uh, the one that I thought of, of an experience that absolutely sucked ass was um, I went to go see one of the Insidious movies with Pete and a friend of ours, Ashley. Mm. And we went to like the bad kid theater in Wilkes-Barre called Movies 14. I never I fucking hate going there, man. That place sucks ass. I'm I'm Cinemark gang, but uh, go. So the movie it was like opening day for a horror, a PG thirteen horror movie. So it's just littered with fucking children. And in movies fourteen, the mo- the theaters themselves for like uh, bigger releases are like huge. Like there's probably like a hundred seats in there, and around us was just a fucking army of teenagers, and they wouldn't shut the fuck up this one girl was like kicking the back of my seat and I turned around and told her to knock it off. 
And then her mom was just like, don't talk to my kid that way. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. Fuck you. Stop kicking my seat. <laughs> and another kid just started like yelling really loud. And I just went, yo, shut the fuck up. And uh, literally probably the angriest I've ever been in any theater. Uh, movie sucked ass too. So it's not like I had like a good experience either way. Yeah. Left the theater and I was so fucking pissed. Um, but I've also done a lot of bad kid shit. Like my friends and I went like Avatar, the last airbender came out, the live action version. Mm -hmm. We went to go see it in theaters, like opening night. So it was packed and (laughs) you know, a movie fucking sucked ass. And like 15 minutes into the movie, we're like, God, this fucking blows. I've actually never seen. Oh dude, it's horrible. But we were already like bored of the movie 15 minutes in and we just started throwing popcorn at people and like. Throwing trash around, like <laughs> what goes around comes around, I guess. So I I try to not be too uh, pissed off when people are doing shit in, in the movie theaters. But sometimes yeah. you you gotta let them know. Oh, Dude. another time. Sorry, this is a second one that I just remembered. Uh, Butch, Pete, and I went to go see The Invisible Man literally like two weeks before lockdown in 2020. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there's no one in the theater we snuck in a bunch of snacks we sit down this guy and his his like girlfriend or wife or whatever sit down next to us and they're like talking throughout all the trailers we're like okay and they're like trying to talk to us during the movie being like what do you think is gonna happen and we're all like what the fuck and then they start like making out aggressively and the three of us, like, just start, Pete moves, and then Butch moves, and then I'm sitting next to the lady as this dude is making out with her and, like, feeling her up. I look over, and I see my friends are gone. They moved, like, a couple rows away. <laughs> I was like, fuck. I've been sitting here subjecting myself to this the whole time because I've been trying to focus on the movie. <laughs> that was a really fucking good one. Yeah. Well, yeah, thanks for that one, Donnie. Um, you want to hit the next one? Yeah, this next one is from Rocco. Uh, I don't know any Roccos personally, but... It, there's no... It's 100% a, fa- a fake name that someone didn't want to use a real name, but that's fine. No, this is from X Rocco X. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, are either of you guys anime fans? What are some of your favorites? If so, would love to hear you do an episode on an anime movie. Rocco, let me tell you, man, I want to do Paprika or Geno Cyber for the podcast. I'm I'm down. I'm definitely not opposed to doing an anime, an episode on an anime movie. Um, I'm like, I guess I'm like mildly an anime fan. I'll say this about anime. I like what I like. I'm not like out here and there's so much anime out there. And a lot of it is like my thing is like I like the anime that I like. And for me to give an anime a shot, I have to be really interested in it. Like, if someone's like, this anime is great, you should watch it. And I look at it and the premise doesn't seem interesting to me or seem like something that's going to grab me. Even if I get a lot of recommendations on it, it's really hard for me to feel motivated to check it out. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. I feel like the older I get, the way less likely I am to check out newer anime. Yeah, uh, I will say this: the anime that I do like, I fucking love. Um, I like man, I like a lot of old school anime. You know, 
Uh, one time, oh, yeah. me and Sven worked at uh, me and Sven worked at Whole Foods together for a while. I forget the context of the conversation, but one time this customer came in and he was talking to Sven, and I was standing there, and they start, started talking about anime somehow. And he was like, "Yeah." The guy kept saying, "Yeah, we we fucking with old school anime." like ninja scroll and he just kept talking about ninja scroll which ninja scroll is the fucking shit i don't know if you've ever seen it god tier fucking movie uh but he kept going amazing yeah, yeah, shit. He, fucking, he kept going yeah we fucking with ninja scroll old school anime and, and <laughs> like, yeah that's fucking awesome dude so we so we've like laughed about that but like it's kind of true like i i do be rocking with old school anime um cowboy bebop is like my shit um hajime no ipo is my shit I don't know. I just be rocking with old school anime, but I do think a lot of anime that people jock sucks. What like uh, Naruto or whatever? I mean, I think I think um, Evangelion sucks. No, I think uh, I think Akira sucks. No, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Me looking at the big ass poster in my room. No, look, man. Akira is literally the they took the manga and they fucking said, all right, we're going to take all the cool-looking parts and we're going to cut them out and and get rid of 80% of the story, which is all context. Things are just happening for no reason. Things are not explained. I don't know. Maybe I need to rewatch it, but I remember reading a big chunk of the manga thinking it was awesome and then watching the movie and being like, bro, what thing? there's so much missing here. But they don't like alter like it's not like a regular book adaptation where they alter it to like to like, you know, compensate for the story that they took out. They just leave big giant holes in the story. It makes no sense. It's dumb. I think the thing with Akira is it was like. Kind of like a technical marvel of the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. looking, Which Which is like a big thing of it. And I think they had to reduce a lot of the not filler but a lot of the smaller arcs that are within the first book to make it flow together but but i think akira is the manga is obviously like the the superior way to experience that story but the movie is like insane well do you have any favorite animes yeah i like a lot of 80s and 90s shit i love the berserk anime from the 90s that's fucking awesome i love just berserk in general besides the weird 2.5d animated bullshit i hate the 2.5d any 2.5d anime i'm like not in on i don't like it at all sucks uh cowboy bebop is awesome samurai shampoo oh so i love yu yu Hakusho. huge yu yu Hakusho fan uh and like for newer shit i i watched chainsaw man and i thought it was pretty dope Chainsaw Man, pretty pretty epic. I'm excited for the the next part of it. But outside of that, like when I was younger, I was trying so hard to check out so much shit. Like I tried uh, My Hero Academia, it didn't do anything for me. Yeah, I'm not into it. I've tried to, and I'm not. People describe it as X, X anime X Men, and I love X Men, but I'm just so I've tried, and it's just like eh, doesn't do it's, anything for it's, me. It's not bad. There's parts of it that are cool. It just it didn't keep my interest. I. I I find that I like really violent over the top shit. Yeah, I like really violent over the top shit, or I like like the adventure shit if it's done well. Like drag, not Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z I don't like, but Dragon Ball, the original Dragon Ball, I think is like f- incredible. It's like a masterpiece. Yeah, a lot of shonen stuff. I'm kind of like, 
whatever on. Like I liked Bleach and One Piece a lot when I was younger and haven't kept up with them. Yeah. There's, it's I don't know. But the thing about anime that's cool is like there's always something new out there to discover, even from like the eighties and nineties that like is pretty crazy. Like uh I watched like Gantz stuff for the first time a couple of years ago and I thought that was fucking sick and I had no idea it existed. Yeah. Yeah, but that, we we could stop with that one. We've been we've been going on with anime shit for a while. Yeah. I'm sure half we've lost half of the listeners. Everyone's yeah. just like, oh no. All right, next one from Big Country, aka uh, Dylan Waseski. Um, just do a fucking Harry Potter episode. Uh, no, absolutely not. Next question. Yeah, dis- disrespectfully, question. no. Read it. Next question. Go ahead. From at Lata Clava. You've probably gotten these facts before, but I thought I'd let you know just in case. There's a fan theory that Keith David's character in the thing at the end of the movie, because when him and Kurt Russell are freezing to death at the end, he doesn't have breath coming out of his mouth. And there's also a kind of a homage to Tarantino's Hateful Eight in the thing as well. And the beginning of the Hateful Eight uses the same soundtrack as the thing. And it hits a lot of the same story beats. Just no sci-fi elements. So I actually kind of like did know about the the homage to the thing in Hateful Eight. Uh, Hateful Eight is epic. I haven't seen it in a long time. I tried watching the four-hour cut a couple of years ago, and I fell asleep like an hour, and I never went back to rewatch it. <laughs> yeah, I had I had no clue that it was an homage. I though I saw the Hateful Eight in theaters um, when it and- came out. I thought it was awesome. But I haven't rewatched it since, and I recently picked up a copy on Blu-ray, and I've been meaning to watch it, but that movie's just a movie that's so long that it's, like, it's hard to just, like, it's not, you know, you have to really just, like, carve out a big chunk of your day to fucking watch it. But, uh, uh and I really want to rewatch it even more so now, knowing that it's uh, an homage to the thing, and now that I, you know, have that in mind. And I definitely saw that movie before I saw the thing, so... I think with Hateful Eight, for me, it's kind of hard to rewatch it because I know all the story beats that are coming. I feel like seeing it in theaters when it first came out was very, it was very exciting because you didn't really know what was going on. And yeah. you're just following all these little threads. Like, I I would like to rewatch it, not even for the pod, just for my own sake but yeah. i feel like it, it it'll be kind of hard just because like the the way that the movie and the plot the way that it all goes is so it's so memorable that i feel like uh i don't know sometimes i it's like you don't want to watch it again because yeah. you really had like that great experience that one time fair enough um, but yeah, that, that was a cool message. And I did not know the theory that Keith David's character is the thing. Cause he doesn't have the, the breath coming out of his mouth. That's a, did you know that you're more, way more of a thing guy than I am? Did you know that? Yeah. That's what one of the comics is based off of oh, that's the, the comic that John Carpenter said, uh, he would have based a, a sequel movie to. Oh, that's awesome. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So, that shit's awesome, man. Keith David, the fucking, <laughs> I can't wait to talk about his character in fucking <laughs> pitch black. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks, uh, Lataclava, for that one. That was a cool one. Um, <clears throat> next one from Luther Manhole. So that's definitely a, a fake name because 
me and Dan are both uh, Longmont Potion Castle heads. So, anyways, uh, from Luther Manhole. Hey, what are your thoughts on superhero slash comic slash graphic novel movies outside of the MCU? Are there any pre-MCU or independent ones you really like? First of all, good question, good email. But I just want to say, I hate the term graphic novel. It's a fucking comic. It's a fucking comic book. Graphic novel is a term invented by fucking pretentious dickheads who are all fucking circle jerking at some fucking weird academic convention who are trying to justify some way to say they liked Alan Moore's Watchmen when it came out without saying they liked a comic book and, and, uh, you know, wanted it to get a fucking Pulitzer prize. It's a fucking comic book. Just say you fucking like a comic book. It doesn't have to be a fucking graphic novel. I hate that fucking. Yeah. Term. But some, some novels are a little graphic. They're comic book. <laughs> Fuck you. They're fucking comic book. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, I mean, I I really like uh trying to think of comic book or like independent comic movies. Like Men in Black, I think is awesome. Um uh the honestly the, the pre-MCU like 2000s Marvel movies, like the first couple X-Men movies and Blade, uh, man. My God, the Dude, first I've, Blade movie kicks I've ass. I've still never seen Blade. That we got to do that for the pod. I've never first seen Blade. It. I watched it a year ago, and it holds up so well. I can't believe how well it still like holds up. We should do that soon. We should do Blade soon. Oh fuck, that'd be so sick. I'm down. Yeah, uh, I've, I've never I've, seen it, dude. I've got, I've got a couple here. Go ahead. First Hellboy, awesome. Oh, dude, so good. Constantine, awesome. I've never read the graphic novel for Constantine. Fuck you. <laughs> but the movie, I liked the movie when it came out, and now they're, like, uh, getting ready to do a sequel, I guess. I don't know why, fucking, like, almost 20 years later. Uh, first Blade is awesome, but Sam Raimi Spider-Man, well, the first two Spider-Man movies are fucking awesome. Yeah. I think, uh, like, the Watchmen movie sucks ass, but it nails some nope. of the scenes. Nope, it's good. No, it's it's it, it misses the mark entirely. No, all right. Anyways, go on. But the TV show that came out a couple of years ago is amazing. Yeah, it's fucking. It's way better than the, the movie's not great, but it's good. There's there's redeeming qualities about it for sure. I think. But anyways, and then there's all like the I'm not gonna mention any of the live action DC movies, but the animated DC movies are pretty good. Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, dude, that movie is insane. Awesome. So good. The Batman Beyond movie is fucking sick too. Me and uh me and Sven saw Batman Mask of the Phantasm in theaters like a few years ago. They re-released it in theaters for a weekend and we saw it. Dude, that movie is so fucking good. It's it's so insane that it's an original idea too. Dude, that whole Batman animated series is absolutely incredible. And I feel like people don't really realize that that Batman for an entire generation for people who are like 28 to 35 probably that is their idea of what the batman character is is so much more informed by that cartoon than they even probably realize and if you go back and watch it now it really makes you realize that i had a couple of vhs's of it with just like you know when i was a little kid with like three or four episodes on each vhs I literally watched those fucking religiously when I was a kid, dude. And I recently, a few years ago, went back and tried to rewatch 
the 90s uh, Fox X-Men cartoon and the WB Batman cartoon. The 90s Fox X-Men cartoon doesn't really hold up very well. It's like nostalgic and fun to watch. Yeah, same with the Spider-Man show. Yeah, all those ones. But the Batman show, dude, it is so unbelievable how like adult it feels. Not even in that it's like sexual or graphic or or like, you know, obscene or anything. But just like in like the concepts that it's like, dude, how was I watching this cartoon as a kid and understanding that like, you know, this whole plot that's going or like going on with like political corruption, you know what I'm saying? Like, or like government officials taking bribes and shit like that, you know, and I, or like, I don't know, like, it just seems like as a five or six year old, like I didn't really understand or like, you know, all oh, these dudes are like trafficking you know, like wh- whatever, just like shit that seems so much m- more adult and beyond like a five or six year old's ability to comprehend what's going on. And I'm sure when I was five watching that cartoon, I was just like, yay, Batman. You know what I mean? But like you go back and watch it now and you're just like, oh, this is fucking awesome. This rocks. It still holds up so well. The animation is incredible. I won't go on yep. for too long about it, but uh, my favorite thing about it is that like 99% of the show uh, instead of being illustrated on white paper is illustrated on black paper. And that's why the show has its like crazy dark, like noir look. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's fucking sick. I got, I got some thoughts on it too. Uh, Kevin Conroy might honestly might be the best Batman. Dude. So good. Mark Hamill Joker. Uh, yeah. Amazing Joker. Uh, all the, there's, there's a lot of that show that really sticks out to me. But I think one of the best episodes of the show, and I don't even know if this is like based on any comic like properties previously, but the episode where Joker finally kills Batman and then he becomes like depressed because he doesn't have an adversary anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's like straight up one of the best Batman related things. I love that episode. It's so fucking good. Yeah, dude, I have the the Blu-ray for the whole series. And I rewatched it like a few years ago, all the way through. And it's like, dude, it's so good, man. Even when the animation changes like halfway through, it's still fucking sick. Yeah. I do tend to like the earlier stuff when it's called Batman, the animated series, as opposed to like the new Batman adventures or whatever. But even those later episodes are great too. Yeah. They rest in peace. Kevin Conroy truly God tier Batman straight up. One last thing I'll say on it too. I know this question wasn't even about Batman in the animated series, so we're really on a tangent here. But um, <laughs> uh, there's a really cool podcast called uh, Batass, B-A-T-A-S-S, where these two dudes – one of them is uh, is uh, an artist at DC and actually a writer. He did the Batman White Knight stuff. His name's Sean Murphy. Um, they, uh, they go through and they do episode-by-episode episode breakdowns and ratings of every um episode of batman the animated series and it's really cool and a podcast that i like a lot so check it out i'm gonna have to look into that i really like the batman animated series i think like i know we've spent a a minute on this question but the superhero superhero comic movies that aren't mcu shit like there, there's a lot of pretty good stuff out there. It's just a lot of them are the animated DC movies because 
I mean, like, it's easy to be like, oh, yeah, the Nolan trilogy. Like, yeah, it's awesome, but there's there's more out there. It's just the Justice League stuff. Uh, there, you just, I don't know. You got to yeah. look for it. Over, I mean, so a lot of it sucks. Like, I think The Crow sucks, and I think, like, the Spawn movie is pretty bad. And, like, the Spawn movie is fucking sick. It's so bad. It's awesome. But, anyways, yeah, there's some definitely some good stuff out there and some crap. But it's like anything else, you know? All right. You want me to take this next one? Yeah, you can grab that. All right. So, this is from Steven from Sheer Force and Corruption Records. Shout out to Sheer Force. I think they have new music coming out this month on From Within, so I just want to plug that real quick. Mm-hmm. So, what's up, dudes? To preface this, let me just say I really enjoy the show. I hope you don't get tired of doing it, as long as you both enjoy doing it. I, for one, am having a great time doing this, because I get to watch movies all the time and talk about them. Yeah. Uh, I have two questions. Now, I hate most reboots, remakes, reimaginings, re-whatevers, etc., but there's some I really enjoy. Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake is pretty good. The Departed, Blowout, House of Wax, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, to name a few. All those have done pretty well at capturing what the originals did while still making their own path and standing on their own as movies. And then he wants to preface, too, that the original Chainsaw Massacre is better than the remake. I don't think that remake is good, but respect. Uh, first question is, what's a remake that we both enjoy? And the second question is, what's a movie you wish got a sequel that didn't? My pick is The Nice Guys. It's become one of my favorite movies ever made, like it was tailor-made for me. You want to take this away? Yeah, first off, shout out to Steven, the legend. Um, We'll be getting him on soon as a guest. Um, I think we talked about doing uh, First Blood with him on. Um, it was Sheer Force Rocks. Steven is the man. Um. He, I feel like his uh, sensibilities as far as movies, comics, etc. are uh, very in line with mine. And uh, he knows way more stuff than I do. And he's always giving me he's giving me a lot of good recommendations. So shout out to him. Um, a remake that I enjoy. I mean. Do you have one off the like that you're that you have? I have two. All right. Let, let's hear yours. Let's hear yours. So the first one you probably didn't see, Evil Dead 2013. No, I did not. Amazing remake. I feel like it captures the the feeling of the original being trapped in like this fucking cabin in the woods and like demons are essentially rising and the characters are all fucked and they're, there's no way out. Uh, I mean, like the other Evil Dead movies are all like campy and fun outside of the original but i think it captures what sam raimi was originally intending for the first movie to be mm-hmm. second i don't think you'll agree with me on this at all but maybe you will i think the true grit remake is awesome yeah i was actually gonna say um i mean i think actually the best western remake of all time and maybe my favorite remake ever is uh 310 to yuma because oh the- Dude, god tier movie. Have you seen the dude the the three ten year Yuma remake is fucked up, bro. That movie is so good. Like, I've only seen the remake. It's one of my favorite movies ever. It's like a top ten all time movie for me. It's so good. Um, but yeah, the remake is fucking sick. Yeah, the True Grit remake is also fucking awesome. Um, I mean, Fistful of Dollars, the remake of Yojimbo, that's fucking awesome. 
I'm trying to think of off the top of my head. Like there, there's a lot of horror remakes that I do like, but they're not good. I wouldn't like, like the the Texas Chainsaw remake from like 2006. I I like it, but I wouldn't say it's like a a good movie. You know? Yeah. Um, I like the first Danny McBride Halloween movie. Okay. I guess because it's kind of a remake of the 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 second movie. The Rob Zombie ones are fun, but I wouldn't say they're good. Um, I I feel like a lot of remakes are uh, more horror movie based because I feel like it's easier to just kind of like redo that. Yeah, modernize the ideas. I mean, there's some good ones. Thirteen Assassins, the Takashi Miike one. Is... I haven't seen it. It's awesome. I've never seen the original one, but uh, the uh, the Takashi Miike one is cool. There's remakes are. It's so rare for them to be done right that for the most part, I don't give a shit about the original property. Like yeah. the the thing is one where it's like the original property is cool. It's not a bad movie. It's just a movie of the era, and then you get. John Carpenter's the thing, and it's like this fucking totally different experience, you know. Oh, there you go. That's a that's probably a up there for re- great remakes then. And then there's like, you know, like reimaginings or like prequels, like the thing prequel or like you have Predator and then you have Prey, which is like Prey is actually pretty fucking sick. Yeah, but again, it's a reimagining, I guess, of a prequel. I, it's hard to say. I mean, I mean, he mentioned the departed too. I know that's, um, that's a remake of that movie infernal affairs. I've never seen the original one, but the departed is like an incredible movie. Yeah. Departed is pretty gods here. Invasion of the body snatchers is awesome. Yeah. But, uh, what, what do you think for a movie that didn't get a sequel? So, I mean, for a really long time, my answer probably would have been, Blade Runner until Blade Runner 2049 came out um which is awesome because I feel like there's so many sequels or where you're just kind of like did we really need that is anyone asking for that or with the Blade Runner sequel it's like yes I was absolutely asking for it but worried that it would fall short and it didn't 2049 is unreal that movie big agree uh I actually watched the nice guys a week ago for the first time and I'm kind of shocked that it didn't get a sequel. I've never seen it. The movie is pretty. Pre- it's pretty good. It. I was. It's pretty funny. Um, uh, movie, but anyways, a movie that never got a sequel that I wished got a sequel. Um, honestly, I uh, I did have one. What was it that I? Oh, uh, I really would have loved to have seen a sequel to Hard Boiled. Um, I know that John Woo did other movies that you know are like similar concept but hard-boiled is like the fucking goat and i would have loved to see a second hard-boiled i think for me a lot of movies that i want to see get sequels are mainly horror movies for whatever fucking reason like yeah i think it follows would have would be there there's a good sequel to be had there yeah um this movie the void would I think would have an insanely good sequel. Uh, 
I'm trying to think of other ones off the, uh, the top of my head too. Uh, yeah. Another one that I did think of while I'm thinking of it was uh, just because of how much I love it and how much world building there is. And because of the way it ends is uh children of men. Dude, children of men has been popping up on my feed so much lately. I don't know why I, I saw the movie when I was younger and I liked it a lot, but now I feel like I should rewatch it. Oh my God, dude. It's so fucking good. And the way it ends is just like kind of, on I the mean, boat, right? it's, it's the most, yeah, it's the most depressing fucking movie ever. Um, and it just gives you this like glimmer of possible hope at the end, but very open-ended and dude, they could do a whole nother movie of just, it, cause I said, there's so much world building, you know, like they could really do something cool in that setting. Yeah, they really um they really flush out a lot of the shit for it to feel like an apocalyptic movie, even though it really isn't. Yeah. They really oh. go the full yard and Clive Clive Owen is fucking sick in it. Um, all right. So let's uh let's keep it rolling because we're uh we got a few to get through still. Um the next one is from the homie Alfredo. Um, he sent a bunch of questions, so let's, uh, let's do just like quick hits on this one. So we'll go one by one and we won't really, we don't have to elaborate on each one so much if we don't yeah, want I'm to, down. we can just do some quick hits. So first one, uh, and out, shout out, I've talked about seeing movies with Alfredo on here several times. I feel like Alfredo is my like biggest, like movie going buddy. So, um, shout out to him. Uh, first, so first one, he said, what is one slash some of your favorite cold opens? You got one? I got, I got a couple. So dark Knight with the bank robbery, pretty fucking great. And, uh, the next one is the scream cold open with Drew Barrymore. Nice. Of course you would pick. Scream. What do you got? Uh, Dude, screams awesome. Uh, w- once upon a time in the West. That's it. That's my one. It's so. And you're good. not gonna say Scream too. I, I, dude, I don't. I, I'm not. I've never seen any of the Scream movies. I saw Scream when I was like a little kid. I don't remember it though. Scream's fucking awesome. We'll we'll talk about that later. Yeah. All right. Next one. What's a movie ending so good you still think about it? For me, Burn After Reading. <laughs> oh, it's such a good ending. I'm gonna say. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say for a long time, Blade Runner until we got 2049. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I mean, I'm going to say maybe it's just because it's topical and it's, uh, you know, recency bias and also my favorite movie ever. But The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, dude, the ending is phenomenal. That ending is fucking scorched into my brain now. Yep. All, All right. right. What's favorite, your favorite, favorite meal? to sneak into a theater. Go first. Burrito from Pancheros at the Cinemark and Music PA. Mine is uh garden fish fillet and white rice. <laughs> uh, next one, best mall movie theater you've been to. I, see, I I don't really know if I've I've been to a good mall movie theater before. I'll tell you what, the theater in the Fashion District in Center City, Philly, is bomb, dude. It's a good ass theater. All right, that's my answer too, then. Sick. All right. Favorite monologue. Tipping scene from the tipping monologue from Reservoir Dogs with Mr. Pink. Mine is, uh, I mean, it's hard to pick one 
but I think that the the just the the like writing in Big Lebowski is so good. Oh, um, so many good ones in Big Lebowski. Any any uh any rant that Walter goes on is like probably my favorite monologue. Um, uh, maybe so- Wal- maybe Walter's uh maybe Walter's uh eulogy for Donnie. My the eulogy is is I think my number two. I think my number one is the the diner scene where he starts getting bent out of shape, and then they ask him to leave, and he goes, "I'm going to sit here and finish my coffee." <laughs> yeah. <it does. laughs> all right. Uh, least favorite recent movie trope slash gimmick slash all things movies have right now. Alfredo wrote, "Mine is comedic relief after slash during every single serious part." I mean, that's mine too. It's annoying. We don't need it. I have that in my too but it also goes hand in hand with like slowed down pop songs or like r&b songs and movie trailers yeah i can't fucking stand it God. as far as like that other tropes that i really don't like are just jump scares in horror movies because yeah it's easy to make someone jump but it's not easy to make someone feel scared yeah true all right favorite movie with excessive amounts of violence <laughs> john wick one through four yeah there we go um I'm going to say the raid is like always the one that comes to mind, but uh, one that I've been thinking about, I, I watched it for the first time a few months ago and it's been, I've, it's been burned into my fucking mind. I, I could not believe how much I liked it and how fucking good the violence was in it. Um, Dragged across concrete. Yep. Oh man. I can't wait till we get to talk about that and, Brawl and Cell Block 99. Yeah. I also watched Bone Tomahawk again pretty recently, a couple nights ago too. And that movie is very over the top with some of the violence, and it's awesome. Yeah. I didn't want to say horror movies because it's pretty easy for most horror movies to have excessive violence. I was trying to think of uh, straightforward shit. And honestly, John Wick 1 through 4, especially after seeing the fourth one. Yeah. Dude, have you seen Hard Boiled? No, I'm excited to watch it for the pod. Yeah, that's one we gotta we gotta do. That's that's like proto John Wick, bro. It's it's phenomenal. Anyways, and then last one from Alfredo, best movie adaptation from a book, Lord of the Fucking Rings, bro. It's the greatest fucking, the greatest oh. fucking what whole what? No Country for Old Men. Yeah, well that's that yeah that's phenomenal. I mean, no Country <laughs> for Old Men. All right, you got me. No Country for Old Men. Blade Runner, uh, Clockwork Orange, all good answers. But Lord of the Rings, they somehow took the my favorite book ever written, Lord of the Rings trilogy, and made it into a phenomenal movie. That the movie is so good that everything that it fails to include about the book just makes you appreciate the book even more, as opposed to hating the movies for it. I'll say this. Lord of the Rings Two Towers. Probably the best movie sequel of all time. It's up there. Dude, the battle for Helm's Deep. It's amazing. <laughs> the extended version that's an hour long. Yeah, it's awesome. You know what's funny too? <laughs> Talking about it being a movie. Have you ever read Lord of the Rings? No, you couldn't pay me to open that book. Okay, you're you're a fucking idiot for that statement, but <laughs> The Battle of Helm's Deep is so not really that big of a deal in the book. It's really like, in the movie, it's the fucking focal yeah, point. Yeah, I know. It's pretty minor in the book. 
holy shit, the two towers is so fucking good. I I tried to read it when I was younger. I tried to read Harry Potter, but that shit sucks ass. Lord of the Rings is actually fucking sick though. I'm not even gonna say I think Harry Potter sucks ass. I enjoy the books when I was like a, a, a youngster. And somebody told me, I don't know if this is true or confirmed or not, but that they're doing a HBO bought the rights to do a series that's they're remaking it where it's a season for each book. I'll watch that when it comes out. I'll give that a shot. Yo, they actually made a a post and like a, a like trailer kind of for it. Oh, I have not Just seen being that. like, oh, coming to coming to Max or whatever each HBO is being rebranded as. It's like the Harry Potter shit. And then they use the John Williams theme song in it. Yeah, I mean that's cool. All right. Yeah, I don't have an opinion on it. Thanks, Alfredo, for those. All right. Next up from the homie, Alexander Sayas. Uh-huh. Will you ever do an episode on the movie The Road to El Dorado by Alexander Sayas? I'd literally do anything for you, Sayas. I'll do it. Yeah, I would too. But I, I uh, have a sneaking suspicion that this one was sent by an imposter parading themselves as Alexander Sayas. To me, this is the real Sayas. That's true. Yeah, I guess, you know, I'm really <laughs> over-questioning things. I'm just accepting things at face value from now on. So, so yeah, for you, Sayas, we'll do it. All right, next up, from the big boss man himself, the homie, from Carter, a.k.a. Cigarette, a.k.a. From Within Records CEO. Uh, he hit us with two questions. First one. What's your favorite Back to the Future movie and why? Um, I like the first one the most, but I think they're all great. Um, the third one, obviously not as good as one and two, but I still think it's a good movie. Um, but I love the first one. Uh, I know a lot of people like the second one more. I'm not really mad at either opinion. I haven't seen any of these in 10 plus years, so I'm just going to go with the first one. Oh, they're great. For, for nostalgia value. Yeah, I like all of them. I just haven't watched any of them fucking forever. So I'll say the first one. Fair enough. All right. Um, then he said, and let we can we can save this for another episode and we don't have to get too into it because we're we could do a whole episode on just this, but is Star Wars beyond saving? After the last fucking Disney thing that came out a couple days ago with all the Star Wars shit, it might be. So I feel like I'm in an abusive relationship with Star Wars, to be honest with you, where like they fucking I'm always like, I'm done with this shit. I love this shit so much, but I'm fucking done with it. I'll, I hate it now. And then they just give me a fucking glimmer of hope. You know what I mean? And it's just enough to string me along and, and have me buy in to like give fucking a bunch more bullshit a try that sucks and makes me fucking abysmally depressed. Because when I was younger, I was the, I, I could not believe, so I was fucking obsessed with Star Wars. I read a shitload of the, uh, you know, the novels, and I was super into like Knights of the Old Republic, and read a lot of Star Wars comics and stuff. And it's just like, and then Disney bought it and threw all that away. And it's just like, yo, why are you th throwing this shit away instead of just adapting it, dude? Like this is fucking, you have such incredible stories written here. And it's just like, and then, you know, they just did whatever they did and just fucking like brutalized the fucking franchise. But uh, do I think it's beyond saving? Kind of at this point, I just feel like so much damage has been done and there's so much more crap than good stuff now. And it's just like, I know Star Wars was like 
I know this isn't a recent thing, but it's like now it's so much more about like selling fucking footy pajamas with fucking baby Yoda on them than it is about like producing like good quality content, you know? I mean, it's always been like that. It's always been a franchise and like it's always been the movies and the comics and like everything to sell toys and games and whatever yeah. the fuck else. But yeah, it feels more disingenuous in. 2023 where everything is just kind of like just needed it's all there for consumerism purposes and uh i think there's still going to be good stories to tell uh i think i don't know like ahsoka could be a pretty cool show if it's handled right we'll see but then you see shit like all right so first two seasons of mandalorian god's here and then this one they're like absolutely fumbling the bag for me I haven't even watched it just because I've heard such terrible things, so I'm probably not gonna. Uh, the the Lizzo thing looks like a car commercial, and it's like that whole episode is so fucking pointless, and it just makes you wonder. Like, I felt like every episode to the previous seasons all served the underlying plot, and now we're just getting filler. Yeah, halfway through a season that never really had filler before. Yeah, fair enough. Andor's pretty good Andor is incredible man come on uh i think there will always be good stories as far as the movies go they're done i'm i don't give a fuck about the skywalkers i don't give a fuck about oh dude yeah i mean ray does there i should, don't give a shit there's a 100 my thing is like we we didn't need any more info about the skywalkers after the original trilogy the skywalker i don't like the prequels the prequels suck anyone who says the prequels are good it's strictly a weird nostalgia thing but there was a story that started in episode one about the Skywalker family and it ended in episode six and that's it. It should have just been left at that. We don't need any more story about the Skywalker family. So everything else should just be exploring all these other facets that exist in this like incredible world that they built. You know what I mean? I'll say this. A lot of the the games are extremely fascinating. Like, the the new Fallen Jedi game that's coming out this month it looks yeah. fucking sick yeah the first one was fucking awesome it was awesome and it gives you enough lore where you're like it gives you enough lore in between what is it uh three and four yeah where you're like you see Darth Vader in action you see all this shit happening and it's fucking sick last thing uh, I'll the Nintendo sixty four games are sick too yeah oh, dude. those stories are great too. Star Wars Rogue Squadron, dude, that game's the shit. And the Knights of the Old Republic games are fucking incredible. But this is the last thing I'll say, and then we'll move on. If you are interested in checking out Star Wars shit that is canon still and is good outside of the movies, you need to read the Star Wars comics by Jason Aaron. They are incredible. And it's stuff that takes place between episodes four and five. And it's so fucking good. I I think I've read some of those when i was younger but i don't remember i'll say this i come off as a huge star wars hater it's because i love it and i hate to see what they're doing to my boy they're just straight up massacring it yeah that's that's how i feel about it too i mean the original star wars is just it's just everything that i like set in space it's samurai shit and western shit just put together and thrown in space so yo we gotta see return of the jedi when it hits theaters this year is that a thing yeah they're doing the 40th anniversary Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm down, dude. We'll hit it. We'll go see that together. 
And then, oh man, that, we'll wrap it up with that. Well, not that episode, but this question with that, because that fucking movie is unreal. Yeah. All right. Uh, you got this one. Yep. So next up from holding my dick. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> hey, dudes. Top five movie theaters in the U.S. Uh, for me, I would just say Cinemark and Music PA and Philadelphia Film Society. Yeah, Philadelphia Film Society is definitely top five for me. Um, uh, and mine is uh Cinemark. Uh, well, you real it's it's in Pembroke Pines, Florida, but real heads don't call it Cinemark; they call it Movie Co. Because it used to be Movie Co. before it was bought out by Cinemark. Um, it's Egyptian themed; like the whole thing is like a giant fucking pyramid wait still yeah it's awesome what the fuck i mean unless unless it's changed since i moved away which if it has i will i will go joker mode because that is the last vestige of my childhood happiness that still exists so so for the next question we got what's the appropriate popcorn to butter ratio my it should be like just enough no it should be like it, the butter should be like milk and the fucking popcorn should be like cereal. Okay. Don't skimp me on the fucking the weird fucking fake butter liquid. Put, get, put it on there. Put it on there, brother. Do so, not. I like uh, going to Cinemark because you get to fill up your own shit. Yes. And, uh, but the thing is, is when you put too much on there, you kind of you get to the bottom of the bag and it's fucking nasty. No, it's good, man. Don't be weird. <laughs> I'm normal, man. I don't fuck with that shit. I don't like getting my fingers all sticky and shit. Feeling like shit. Rubbing the seats and shit. And you, it's all greasy. No, just, it is what just it is, enough. Man. Give me just enough. Brother, you just fucking wipe it on your pants. And then when you get home, you throw your pants in the washer. I would never do that. That's barbaric behavior. It is what it is, man. All right. Thanks, holding my dick. Yeah. Thanks, holding my dick. Anyways, <laughs> next one from Grant. Hey, dudes, here's one of my all-time favorites just for the fact that it's kind of the movie I would be making with my friends if I were also in my late teens, early 20s, in the late 80s, and had $5,000 to my name. This is a free version with subtitles, but I'm sure there's a version without them somewhere, but wanted to make this easy for y'all to watch for nothing. Hope y'all enjoy, Grant. And it was a link to this movie. Um, Did you... It, it's by... First of all, it's by some guy named... Leaf Jonker, which sounds incredibly made up. That's an insane fucking name. Um, did you uh, where where'd the link to the fucking movie go? Oh, it's for darkness. Darkness. There we go. We're really showing our asses here with the fucking amateur ass production. Um, I I keep forgetting to watch this. I'm actually putting this in my watch list for Letterboxd right now because uh, I've I've seen this this movie thrown around here and there and it for me it looks pretty fascinating it kind of looks like evil dead um i i watched a little bit of it just because you know i'll watch like whatever uh we get recommended but it seemed cool it seemed definitely like campy and like crazy it definitely seemed like more of a you movie than a me movie for sure yeah i love garbage horror movies um all right so next up from big mo Yo, what's a good modern Western movie for someone who has never seen one? Uh, I'd say the True Grit remake. I think it's a really good modern take. 
310 to Yuma, like we said before. I was going to say, for me, it's got to be 310 to Yuma. I mean, that movie's kind of old now, which is insane. It's it's from 2007, I think. Yeah, seven or eight. Let me look right now. I, I'm almost positive it's 2007. But, uh, I mean, that's modern enough. It's like, yeah, 2007. Um, That's my favorite, like, modern Western. That movie's unreal. I mean, I guess by technicality uh no country for old men is a western too i was gonna say no country for old men because it 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 feels so similar to the good the bad and the ugly but it's it takes place in what the 70s still that movie is that's a perfect movie yeah Uh, i'd say any of those i would even say go and watch the good the bad and the ugly so you could listen to the episode that yeah. came out today that we are recording this episode. Yeah, I mean, you should be watching The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. You should be watching Once Upon a Time in the West for a few dollars more, Duck You Sucker. Um, but if you really want to watch something modern, you could watch uh, – you could definitely watch – I would say 310 to Yuma if you want like a like a modern movie that's like a the Western in the way that you're thinking of it with all the tropes like, you know, like cowboys and ranchers and shit in the West, like Civil War era, 310 to Yuma is – phenomenal that's an incredible movie that movie is that is a hard fucking movie dude i think 310 to yuma also has like insane action set pieces in it that don't feel like older westerns yeah but it's done in a way that is so fucking sick god that movie's so fucking good man it's amazing we should do it for the pod bro absolutely um all right, last one. Uh, we'll wrap this up from Chris. Yo, I love the podcast. I've listened to all of them, and your guys' perspective is pretty similar to mine, so I'm enjoying I'm enjoying it. Cool. Thank you, Chris. Uh, you guys should do an episode on a movie with a crazy backstory like The Crow. Everything that happened with it was crazy. There's a series on Shudder that explores movies with cursed backstories slash makings of. They do a bunch like Poltergeist, The Crow, and I think there's even one on Wizard of Oz. I think outside of the pod, it's worth checking out if you guys are into behind the scenes shit like that. Um, I would love to do the. I like the crow. I know you hate the crow. I I like the crow a lot. Yeah, I'm not a crow fan, but I haven't watched it in a long time, so maybe we should watch it for we we should watch it for the pod if it's what the people want to hear. And uh, it'll be definitely cool to get one that you like and I don't like too. I mean, maybe I'll come around on it, but uh, and next Dude, he the crow's said, good. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Next, he I said, do like the the cursed backstory shit with those movies. Yeah, like that's what I was gonna say. That, that stuff. You can see the person hanging themselves in it. Yeah, but is that real? Yeah, I've always been told it's not real. Yeah, because it was filmed during the Great Depression. I've always been told it that it was a uh, uh, some sort of animal they had on set that's swaying back and forth or something. Is it? I don't know. I always thought that that was just like an urban legend. Even so, when you watch it, even it's fucking weird. It's like creepy. Yeah, because everyone was so fucking miserable. They were all dirt poor. Yeah. Um. Anyways, then next part, he said, another is Fantastic Planet. If you guys have seen it, uh, then I think you'd know why it's just so interesting. It's got cool art. It's in French. It's old but good. And the music was really good and has music that's been sampled in hip hop and shit. The story is kind of whatever, but I think it's a cool movie that people could people into cool old animation would be into. Yeah, I've never seen Fantastic Planet, but it's always been on my list of stuff that I want to see. 
never seen it, but I like the failure record of the same name. Yeah, there we go. I mean, I would definitely be down to watch Fantastic Planet for the pod at some point. Yeah. Um, And then lastly, he closed it out with, he said, I fuck with the pod heavy, even if you don't fuck with the suggestions. I still fuck with the fact that you invite us as the audience to help be a part of the show. Keep it going. Most of the time I've seen the movies that you guys talk about, but Godzilla is something I've never really dived into. Hearing the pod made me want to get into it, so I'm going to start watching them. I probably never would have watched them without the pod, so just know that there's people you're putting onto some cool stuff. Very cool, Chris. I appreciate that. Um, Me and Dan, when we first started doing this, we're just like, we don't give a fuck if nobody ever listens to this. We're just doing it for fun. But it is definitely cool to know that there are people listening to it and enjoying it, keeping up with it, checking out the movies. So respect and thank you. Yeah, I'm glad that we're, uh, I don't know, just putting people on to dope shit. Uh, I mean, realistically, who gives a shit about what the two of us have to say, you know? So it's cool that people are. Yeah, (laughs) we're really fucking stupid. So it's cool that people are. at least checking out movies that we're reviewing or like talking about in episodes or whatever. And like interacting with the pod and stuff like that's all really appreciated, especially since we don't even have 10 episodes yet. Yeah. I think, it, you know, I think a big thing of it is we're not film snobs. We have no delusions of fucking grandeur. So maybe, you know, we can uh, present perspective on these movies for like, you know, the perspective of, people who really love these movies but aren't you know we don't have our nose up in the air about them you know yeah i'm not i don't i don't like to be like a, a movie hater or anything like that but i also don't want to give the illusion that i think every single movie has something of value because some are just straight up dog shit yeah i don't for sure. offer anything and we we covered dark city there you go oh horrendous flick god awful fucking movie but we also did The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. The greatest movie ever made. We're doing something in between next week with Pitch Black. Yeah, it's uh, somewhere in the middle. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's a good closing note. Um, so, if you made it this far, this is definitely the longest episode we've ever done. Um, thanks for checking it out. Um, next week, we're going to be back to the uh, regular grind with Pitch Black um, starring Vin Diesel. Um the first Riddick movie and we'll have our friend Kyle Nyland on the pod to talk about it. Um, I, usually we have like a few, uh, a few flicks out um, planned out, but we haven't really too much. So we'll, uh, you know, after pitch black, we'll figure it out. When we record pitch black, we'll let you know what we're, uh, what we're recording next. Um, keep telling your friends to check out the pod and subscribe, follow us on Instagram and uh, send us DMs, emails, whatever. Um, and uh, if you want us to read shit on the air, we'll read it on the air. Yeah, thank you. I would love to do another one of these mailbag episodes in the future. Probably won't be for a minute just because we want to let shit build up. But uh, yeah, this has been a lot of fun for me at least. Fuck yeah. All right, cool. So that's us signing off. Peace.